This is the Confident You podcast, embracing ourselves, embracing womanhood, and encouraging us to find our happy, healthy, confident selves. Good morning and welcome back. I know I've had just over a week off of recording podcasts and truth be told, this podcast was ready to go out last week, but for some reason time just seemed to run away with itself and I never got quite round to recording it. But here I am today, it is the 16th of December. I have been busy writing Christmas cards, probably like many of you are doing, or maybe you've chosen to send an electronic message, or perhaps this year you are simply donating to a charity. Wherever you are on this day, um, welcome back to the podcast and thanks so much for taking the time to listen. I also want to take this opportunity to say a massive, massive thank you to those of you who are listening to the podcast and hopefully finding something in there that resonates with you, with your life, with your family, with your business, whatever it is, I'm hoping that you are able to take something away from it. Um, I don't know about you, but it's just a roller coaster, particularly as the schools come to a close uh, for the Christmas break, as we wait with bated breath to see if things are going to change in terms of what's happening over Christmas. And I know that everybody in our house, even though it's been a a pretty awful year, we're still excited about the arrival of Santa and all the family time that that brings. You know, I think also it just gives us a moment to take stock, you know what, step back and just breathe. Um, Life can be so, so fast and things whirl past you and you find yourself, you know what, from the minute you get up just on that motorway and in full speed ahead. So please, wherever you are today, I want you to take time just to, to stop, to breathe, to look at what you have around you and just be thankful. You know, be thankful that you are happy, that you're healthy, and I'm hoping that you are finding that confidence within you as well. Thanks to to everybody who stopped by, left a review, sent me messages uh, with words of um, gratefulness and thanks uh, with regards to the podcast. It truly means a lot to me. It's never easy sitting here and recording. I'm not going to lie that often I feel very, very nervous about starting to record the podcast and just hoping that you take something away from it. So with that being said, let's get on with today's podcast and the title is How Can You Be More Self-Aware? Well, when we are more self-aware, guess what? Change begins to happen. Before we can even delve into that though, I think it's really important to analyse what those two words actually mean. What do the words self-aware mean? Well, um, a, a definition that I found is that it's we are conscious about our thoughts, emotions, and behavior. Self-awareness is at its basic level the building blocks of all our emotions. In short, when we're not self-aware, we actually have several blind spots. And I think if we all just take a minute to to stop, and, and I've used this already, this expression already, but if we just stop and breathe, then we've got a lot of blind spots in our lives, you know, whether it's in our personal life or whether it's in our family life, in our relationships, whether it's in business. 
But um, you know, I want you to just imagine this scenario for the moment. How often have you found yourself in a group where everyone is talking, but no one is actually listening? Each person in that group just wants to get their point across and they're not taking heed of what's being said around them. It's, um, I think it's definitely something that we're very, um, very much all guilty of. And as we're in that group, you can just imagine what's happening. The voices are getting louder and louder. And although each individual has made their point, no one's acknowledged it. And more importantly, we're not actually being self-aware. Let's look at it another way. Um, you're in floods of tears, okay? We've all been there as well. I'm pretty sure that, you know, what we've, we've had either um, a, something, a telephone call, a letter, um, something has arrived in our mailbox and it's caused us to, you know, gasp, uh, hold our breath, and then the tears start, or, you know, the tears are welling up in your eyes and you're doing everything in your power not to show your emotion. It's very obvious that something is really bothering you when you are questioned, but when you are questioned, your answer is, I'm fine, it's okay, I'm fine, it's nothing, it's nothing, I'm totally all right. I know I'm incredibly guilty of doing that. It's like putting up this emotional barrier so that people can't actually see what is going on with you. Let me tell you, you are not fine. If you've got those tears, if you've got that frustration, if they've got the, the welling in the eyes, you are not fine. And the emotions that you are displaying and the voice which evolves with that actually indicates that you are blind to your own emotions. You're stifling them, you're pushing them down. And so many times our self-awareness is clouded. So what actually limits our self-awareness? Well, it can be so many factors from emotions to habits to expectations. These are all key factors in our own self-awareness and they're also key factors to our blind spots. When we are more self-aware, it allows us to open our eyes to the unknown. It is the starting phase to many situations it allows for feedback for you know in terms of whether we are successful or whether we failed at something and when we get that feedback whether it's positive or negative in turn it puts us back um, on track or it gives us the motivation to push on so for example if you think you know when you're in business and you know you're, you're hitting those hurdles you're hitting those obstacles um, and it's very, very easy at that point to just give up, but actually lean in to your self-awareness, understand the failings, understand where the successes have come, but actually understand the feelings as well and use them to move forward. That comes in very, very uh, much with a growth mindset. And that's something you, as a teacher that I used when we were working in schools, I never saw failure as an obstacle for you to stop. I see it as your first attempt in learning, and I know that's um, a phrase that's used, um, but never see your failing as something that says to you, that's it, I give up, I'm gonna throw everything out the window. 95% of people will give up. 5% of people will actually continue on. And I think that's so important. You know, why don't you become one of the 5%? 
When we become more self-aware, it allows us to push forward. It gives us greater power. In fact, research in the past has shown that 46% of our working hours that we are thinking about something other than what we should be doing. Okay, I'm going to take this morning, for example, I should have been working, but instead I was writing Christmas cards and I was thinking about other things, but I was writing the Christmas cards knowing that I still had, for example, the podcast to record. Um, so imagine 46% of our waking hours, we're thinking about something else other than what we should be doing. And that's taken from the 2010 research paper in the Harvard Gazette. It's fair to say that many of us are completely and utterly unaware of our blind spots and that hinders our self-awareness. If we are truly self-aware, the results show that we gain confidence, we're stronger in our communication, we see problems not as problems but actually we see them more from a solution point of view, we don't see the negativity behind it. We are more inclined to use goal setting then in order to push us forward to achieve everything that we want to. And when we are truly self-aware, we are proactive. The key is to be aware of our situations and to react to them accordingly. So, you know, it's really living in that moment and recognizing things as they happen. There are two types of, of, of self-aware. So we've got an internal self-awareness and an external self-awareness. Our internal comes, as it suggests, from within. These are our values, our passions, our aspirations, the impact of our behaviour on other people. And our external, those are the ones that are going on outside of us. It's understanding how others see us. And it is so critical that we learn to work on both the internal and the external self-awareness. Internal is important in terms of how we talk to ourselves, how you talk to yourself. You know, whether you use the negative voice or the positive voice. This self-talk actually impacts how you behave. If you have positive self-talk, you are more inclined to see success. We've got to establish our priorities and these priorities drive our daily behaviour. We work smarter, not harder, for example. So being more positive is going to give you a more positive result. When we use the internal dialogue of negativity, obviously you're going to see a negative impact on the output in terms of your result. I've spoken, I think, in the past about something called the Eisenhower process, and we're very good at marking out our high priorities, our low priorities, things that we need to say absolutely no to, and things that we can delegate. And the Eisenhower process is a brilliant, it's like a quad that you work with. But something even simpler than that is three circles called your most important things. So I want you, you know, like a task is to write down the three areas in your life that are really, really important to you. Everybody is going to have three areas which are very different. So then rather than writing a to-do list, I want you to tie it into your most important tasks. We very often write to-do lists and we become, you know, in, in this concurrent overwhelm and this stress and we find that actually we're doing things that are not ticking back or relating back to our business, to our family. So 
when you do the most important things, I want you to actually say to yourself, no, wait, I can't take that off, or you know, I can't take that off my list. I want you to go ahead and remove those things that are not important. Okay, the, the menial tasks that are not important. You know, things like, I always think I've got to clean the house every single day, and then it ends up eating into two hours of my day. It doesn't have to be done. You know what, there are more important things, particularly when we're working from home and when we're working in our business. And I've said before about creating a schedule and sticking to that schedule. You know, it works for children in school in terms of timetabling. So I want you to put your most important things into three circles. So you're gonna have three circles and they're gonna overlap in the middle. The three large circles, you know, um, you're gonna fill in the middle one that one with the overlap with the words me. You can't take care of anything else in your life if you're not taking care of you. And you need to commit to you, first of all, in order to have success in those other areas. It kind of works well with the wheel of life that I use in coaching sessions with my clients as well. And that works in terms of a wheel. We split it into the 12 areas of their life. They, where they feel abundant, the dot goes to the periphery of the circle. Where they feel less abundant, it's in the middle of the circle. And we start working on those goals. Because when we're depleted in one area, it has a knock-on effect into other areas as well. So look at the Eisenhower process. Um, it's a great one to get information. It's a great one to help you to structure and put um, into plan in your day. Another key factor for us is perspective and focus when it comes to self-awareness. Our perspective impacts our focus. When we're working with others, or when you're working with others, you need to have perspective on the other person um, sitting before you, before you can focus on working to resolve any issues. It's really important that we learn to see both sides of the coin. That is really, really important. Um, when we become self-aware, it is putting others up there as well. We need to be able to see things from their point of view and not just from our point of view as well. I'm reading the most amazing book at the moment and it's called Achieve Beyond Expectations. And in there, there's a whole chapter on self-awareness. And indeed it is one, it's the most important of the five tangibles. Why is it the most important? Well, it gives us information to control the other four, those other four emotions, habits, expectations, and self-efficacy. The information to trigger the desired brain-body response so you can control situations or your reaction to situations. Research studies tell us that self-aware people are more productive, successful, happy, and lead a fuller life. Self-talk, I've already talked about this, but self-talk is the first and most important source of self-awareness data. The confirmation bias leads to self-deception. You must become aware of the value conflicts you'll experience in your quest to achieve beyond expectations. We also need to develop those external awarenesses by using the focus and perspective, something that I just touched on. And when we seek the external feedback to increase our effectiveness, we need to recognize the successes and the failures and act on those accordingly. Don't drown in the negativity. Use that to drive the momentum to push you forward. As I've already said, self-awareness 
um, on an internal and external level is so important. It's the most important of the intangibles. Working on this is critical to achieving anything that we want to achieve, whether it's in business, whether it's in our family life, or whether it's just in our own personal lives. Learning to become more self-aware is going to allow you to push yourself forward. The information that I've used today, or the research that I've used today, has come from the book uh, Achieve Beyond Expectations by Bill Blocker. I've also been um, using Lisa Druxman's book, The Empowered Mama, and both are the books that I would highly, highly recommend. So take stock today. See if you can allow yourself to become more self-aware. See if you can acknowledge the blind spot that you are building in your life and see if you can use these to push you forward. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd love you to hop on over and leave a review, send me an email, give me a rating, let me know your thoughts. Also, if you feel like sharing it with family and friends, please do. I cannot wait for the new year. I have been in touch with some amazing women and the goal is in 2021 to be interviewing some of these ladies on a monthly basis and I'm really, really looking forward to sharing that with you. If you are ready to change your lifestyle, I'd love you to reach out. As always, my aim is to help you find your happy, healthier, more confident self.